Hello and welcome to the first CN podcast of 2021. I'm Anthony Myers. With Vegan Annuary in full swing and more popular than ever, I caught up with Paul Morris, Luca Chocolates UK sales manager. Luca is a Colombian B4B chocolate manufacturer with impeccable sustainability credentials and with its single origin cacao fina de aroma is well positioned for the premiumization of vegan chocolate with its eco-friendly vegan clean label products. Take a listen. This month, January is, is vegan vegan annuary, and um, and Luca have some. I hear Luca have some like you know special kind of offerings, or you know the Luca brand fits well into into the current trends. I mean, if you could just tell me a little bit bit more about what Luca are doing in in the vegan um, trend sphere. Of course, yeah. Hi, Tony. Hi, everybody. Yeah, I, I think that that veganuary now has become such a huge. Um, movement globally and, and I know certainly personally lots lots and lots of my friends and colleagues now now you know we, we've all tried meat free Monday things like that but veganuary has become something uh, you know that, that, that lots and lots of people are trying and it does feed into what we've seen growing in confectionery over the last few years inquiries from from clients all over the world but particularly in the UK is all around plant-based and what can we offer above and beyond dark chocolate that are suitable for people trying vegan diets. And that, that's, that's led us to work very hard, particularly last year, uh, the NPD team trying lots and lots of new developments to, to work out how we can, we can offer people a vegan chocolate that has that rich, indulgent quality of a milk chocolate, but is, of course, free from dairy. Yeah, I mean, uh, cocoa by its its nature, isn't it, is is a vegan product. It's just the um, what happens to it afterwards with the uh, you know all, all the stuff that's that's added to it. Um, what what um, what ingredients would would Luca advise? You know, vegan approved ingredients would would Luca use in it in its uh, in its vegan range? Yes, it's funny when you look at the market at many products, but both chocolate related and that use any kind of cocoa in them. I see lots of mm. vegan claims and plant-based claims. And the one thing most of them in common is, of course, it, they're using dark chocolate or, or cocoa powder or 100% pure cacao, which is great. It's very pure, very healthy and gives a wonderful chocolate flavour. But from, from, from my point of view, uh, being from the UK, most of Northern Europe, we love those rich, creamy flavours of milk chocolate. We like the indulgence that that mixture of cocoa, milk powder and sugar gives us the, the feeling of, you know, creaminess, the, the, the feeling of milkiness. And we can see that when we look at the best-selling confectionery products, buying away the, the most successful ones are always milk chocolate. So, so I think you're right in saying that, that, that all the ingredients that would go into one of our dark chocolates, cocoa, sugar, vanilla if it's used, are all perfectly suitable for vegans. But I think the challenge is taking those ingredients and then adding something that still gives us that indulgence, mm. that richness, that creaminess we all crave from a milk chocolate product, but doing it in a way mm -hmm. that 
appeals to the vegan, the plant-based, um, the dairy-free market. Mm. Uh, is, is Luca working with oat milk now as a substitute, or is that something you're looking at for the future? No, so we actually, during our, our, our development last year, we tried lots and lots of plant-based milk alternatives to, to make something that would be comparable to a, a milk chocolate. Um, and it very quickly came to the fore that the, the one product that has most of the attributes we're looking for, so rich, creamy, dairy-like mouthfeel, almost almost dairy-like flavours as well, was oat milk. It really is the perfect substitute for, for dairy milk and makes a wonderful creamy milk chocolate. Right. And... Well, we yeah, yeah, and so the Lucas Lucas Trinitarian uh, bean that it uses, it's it's now you know classed as cacao fino de aroma, isn't it? I mean, what what? It, that's not a vegan option by itself, is it? It's just a bean. It's but it's it's single origin. I guess is what I'm getting to. So it makes it very easy. What I'm saying is, yeah, uh, vegan 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 offerings and you know sustainability the two are hand in hand aren't they really when you look at it and you know with with your with your cacao fino de aroma the single origin does that make it easier for you to to um to offer a, a vegan alternative yeah well i think that the consumers know that increasingly looking to try a, a, a vegan lifestyle or try a plant-based diet tend to be younger, tend to be those conscious consumers, the millennials, the centennials. And what they're looking for, of course, is, is great flavor, great ethics in a product, sustainability. Um, and, and that just fits into Luca's offering. You know, everything we do is single origin. We're a Colombian-based company, um, which makes us very unique in the world of chocolate. We're actually based in the country of origin. So we use... Colombian cacao, which you actually say is by and large Trinitario with a little bit of Criollo, um, but it's also Colombian sugar, Colombian milk powders, where we do use dairy in the product, and it's Colombian farmers manufactured in Colombia. So we're very much closer to everyone within our supply chain, and we're very much more conscious of every step of our value chain from, from, from trees like food to to final product but i i think i think the, the conscious consumer whether they're looking for a, a, a vegan product doesn't necessarily mean that they don't still want those those core attributes in a product of great flavor great provenance great purpose behind the product they want to know you know who are the people who grew this product what has the company manufactured this product and what do they stand for um, so the things, they don't seem to be separate anymore, you know, all those attributes from, from great flavour uh, right through to clean label, you know, vegan, plant-based. The, the, the consumer seems to want it all now. And I think that that being able to deliver a milky chocolate, an oat milk chocolate, that's still fine flavour, single origin, fully sustainable, is something that the market is, is ready for and consumers seem to really want. Absolutely, and it's something that, as, as we say, fits right into Lucas, you know, ethos really, because that's what it's been doing for, for 
well, it's been established 120 years, as you say. So it's a family originally. Is it still still in the family? Is it not? Did you say? Um, did, did... Yes. Yeah, so, so the original business was set up in 1906, and yeah. it's still in the same family ownership today. The Restrepo family mm-hmm. um, passed it down through generations. And what's interesting is, of course, we are cocoa farmers ourselves in Colombia as well. Yes. So so we really understand. But many of our farming partners when we're in the third and even fourth generation of dealing with those same families, those same cocoa farming families. So, so Luca is a really integral part of, of the rural landscape in Colombia. Mm-hmm. Do you, just in general terms, just going back to the veganism, do you think um, cocoa, chocolate companies, you know, will have to rethink their, the, 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 the process in their manufacturing of what they put into veganism at the moment is a trend. It's a trendy kind of thing. Do you think it's going to be a long-term um, um, option, and you know the, the consumers are going to demand more of it? And or as you say, is the is is the European palate, you know, so used to the creamy, milky, sugary chocolate that we have now? Um, how, how do you see it playing out in, in the long term? Yeah, it's a really interesting question, Tony. I think that we have seen a move over the last 10 years away from milk chocolate towards darker chocolate. Mm -hmm. Um, So so first of all, we have got that trend where where people are eating, and also we've seen a move towards darker milk chocolates. You've you've seen the launch from like Cadbury's dark milk. So people are eating higher cocoa, lower sugar Mm -hmm. sugar products. Mm -hmm. But if we look at other sectors, plant-based milk, for example, the rise of brands like Oatly, um, there's no doubt about it that the plant-based movement, the vegan movement, is not going away and is just continuing to grow, driven by people's sort of desire to, to have less impact on the environment and, and choose options that are better from a health point of view, both from their own health and the health of the planet. So who knows? It, I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility that we could see plant-based milk chocolates overtaking conventionally dairy milk chocolates over the next five and ten years. Mm-hmm. And you know, Luke is a, a, a B2B business. Is that, that we could describe you? Yes, within Colombia, we are a retail brand, so we yeah. we, we have products on the market domestically, but internationally, yeah, yeah we exist. Um, to support our clients, we say B4B, so we're a business that exists for yes, our clients and we offer a full yeah. service. We're not just someone who would no. sell a cocoa ingredient or sell chocolate. We like to mm-hmm. take an active part in, in growing their business. And we, we always say when a new client comes to us, welcome to the Luca family, because we do see it as, as a global family and we like to work with brands and businesses who share our values and share our purpose. And can, can Luca be influential with, with it? Are you, uh, are you advising clients on these latest trends and what, what to use? Or do you wait for clients to come to you and say, hey, we, you know, we, need, we need this, we need this, we need, we need you know, dairy-free, we need um, a vegan offer? How does it work? Do, do you get the request from clients or do you kind of... Advice. Yeah, it works both ways, actually. I would say that it's probably 50 50, but clients in the UK tend to be very proactive, um, always interested in what the new innovations are, always interested in market trends, market data. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and, and all the ketoacids for Luca, like like North America, tend to be the other way. They wait for Luca to to suggest innovations mm-hmm. and product developments for them. But it does work both ways, and we have a very very active NPD team who yes. are constantly monitoring the trends, the wider trends that are going on in the food industry, uh-huh. with a view to developing products for existing clients that they can then take to market. Can you say, or is it a, like a trade secret, who you supply to in the UK, or is that is it just is that confidential? Um, we, we have a mixture of both. We have some some partners who prefer to keep yeah. um, confidential, but no, we work with some fantastic brands in the UK. So, um, dessert manufacturer Pots and Co, based in London, oh, yes. who uh, were, were the UK's fastest growing drink business last year. Yes. We work with leading. Conf- Bands such as Doisy and Dam, uh-huh. uh, Coco Chocolatier, based up in Edinburgh, who do a great job. Right. And we have um, a fantastic new launch, including in our oat milk chocolate, a new brand called Happy, which is by the team at Montreal Chocolate. Uh-huh. And that's, that's one of them. So we can look out for those to taste the, the, the fine Luca chocolate, which I've had the, uh, the privilege of sampling. Um, a few times um, yeah no it's, it's fantastic um, but okay finally Paul just uh, I want to talk really just about Colombia um, it's the 10th largest cocoa producer it's kind of you know it gets a bit lost sometimes doesn't it I know it's had its problems in the past with various um, you know social internal issues but um, um, where do you see where do you see Colombia um, as, a, as a cocoa producing company um, you know in the next two to five years and where do you see Luca's position you know itself in in the global landscape or where would you like to see Luca uh, you know in in the global landscape yeah interesting I mean we're never going to be a a big huge player I always like to say that we're the smallest of the big guys or the biggest of the small guys Uh Uh, um, and and that, 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 that's both for Luca and for Colombia. So internally within Colombia, the Colombian government now see cocoa as the crop of peace. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's, it's a profitable, viable alternative to some of the illegal crops we've seen planted in Colombia in previous generations. Mm-hmm. Um, the basic cocoa from Colombia tends to be fine flavour, so it has a really unique place mm-hmm. in the world, very different from a lot of the bulk cacao we see coming in from West Africa. And I think that Luca is currently buy about 40% of the Colombian cocoa crop are uniquely positioned as a family business, business that holds purpose and, and, and the welfare of, of cocoa farmers and the whole value chain in Colombia. And we've been working sustainably since 1962. And those credibilities, those attributes that Luca have developed as a family business seem now to have a real synergy with what the new country's consumer is looking for. So I think that where perhaps my generation and 20, 30 years ago, we would have looked towards Belgian chocolate to be a premium offering, people now want to know who grows my product, where does this product come from? And I think smaller Producing countries like Colombia now have a chance to build that reputation towards actually, I, I like spending coffee, I'm going to move towards a Colombian chocolate, I'm going to move towards a Madagascan chocolate because I want a different flavour, I want to know the origin of the cocoa, and I also want to know 
who are the people who've grown this, how has it been grown, what's the sustainability, and, and I think that it's much easier for us to tell that story than perhaps one of the large industry players that have a more challenging supply chain and perhaps some more difficult issues to solve in their value chain. Paul, thank you very much for for your your time, and we will end our discussion for now. There, we look forward to um, you know keeping keeping in touch and keeping an eye on on Luca's progress with with all the work it's doing in Colombia and you know promoting the fine fine cocoa that you you produce. So, good luck with that, and uh, good luck with the rest of the year. It turns out to be a, a lot more. Easier than last year. Uh, Fingers crossed, yeah. And we look forward well, to catching. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Tony. See you soon. Take care, buddy. Bye. Take care.